Hello and welcome to my podcast called The School Scandal. So, today I am going to uh, express my opinion on how the school have been treating me, how the school have been treating my mum, and how it's all happened. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode one of The School Scandal. My name is Vina V. The mother. The mother. I'm also a qualified hypnotherapist. And the reason we have started this podcast is because of the current situation my son is currently in. And I think it's so important to hear the voice of the child because we always hear from parents, from teachers and educational experts but do we ever hear from the kids? No, um, it's actually quite a uh, underlooked subject. Yeah, kind of unheard voices, isn't it? Yeah. So before I get my son to talk and maybe introduce himself uh-huh. in a bit more depth, I just want to give a brief, shall I do a brief kind of overview? Yeah. yeah? On what's, ha- wh- why are we doing this podcast? What has led to this point? So right now at the time of recording this, which is September 2021, Bubs, as he will be referred to in this podcast, Um, he is 12 and he hasn't got a school to go to. So his current school have said he can't come back on site, but he hasn't been permanently excluded, which means he is still getting 100% attendance. They are getting all the money for his EHCP um, and they've basically abandoned you and me um they did this just at the end of year seven extremely cruel um and it's just a highly unlawful situation to do this to a child we were left in limbo weren't we for Mm -hmm. seven weeks over the summer holidays i was i didn't did you notice that mummy was a bit stressed (laughs) yeah i say a bit it was quite a lot of stress yeah mummy's been in as well and even not just for me isn't it for you as well Mm -hmm. Just not knowing what's going to happen to you. Yeah. You're supposed to be starting year eight. And uh-huh. yeah, right. it hasn't. So I've, I've done enough talking. Well, yeah. How do you, how would All you right. explain the situation? So uh, first, this episode, the first episode, I guess I should just introduce myself and also explain how it's got to this position. Because usually, um, my opinion, I don't think stuff like this just randomly happens. There's always a build-up. There's always a story that no one hears about. So let me introduce myself. So uh, I, I'm Bubs. That's my new name. I'm uh, 12. Birthday's in May. So if anyone wants <laughs> to send me some birthday presents, go ahead. Um, and that that's all i really got to say. My favourite colour's green. That's not relevant, but I had to say that. Oh, and, and uh, what are you uh, so extremely knowledgeable y- yeah, about? Yeah, I uh, know a lot about the uh, the Second World War because, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> just am. Um, and you're but, you're really clever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really know what to say. Introducing myself. Well, that was uh, a great introduction. It was well all done. right. It was all right. All right. Now I shall explain how it's happened. So um, I started the school. Like not like any other. To be honest, at first my teachers were actually quite scared in a way because they thought I was too quiet. Because at the start I was like really good. I would literally just sit 
usually around the back, I'll just sit in the back, do all of my work, and I'll be basically quiet for most of it. So, um, literally, some teachers are just like, how, like, mum, would you mind to explain a little bit? Yeah, they were. They, some of your teachers in the first parents' evening were a bit worried, actually. Yeah. They were like, oh, Bubs is is really quiet, but then you came out of your shell, and why do you think you were quite quiet in the beginning well first actually before i joined i was actually scared that i wouldn't make any friends but that ended up changing to be honest because in primary i had plenty of friends but then i was just a bit scared because i uh, moved to a new area area, haven't we yeah new school um especially since starting secondary school isn't really an easy thing usually it can be quite daunting especially since if you've moved but um I managed to get through, so... Um, yeah, you, I'm so proud yeah. to be So anyway, how most of this ended up having the build-up is uh, basically because when I joined, I needed support because I have something called the EHCP. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I needed... So I was supposed to have support from day one and they didn't really give it to me, so it just left me. And, and you actually said something yeah. about realising that, you know, you said you were at the back of the class. Yeah. So in your EHCP, your needs aren't actually complex at all. It's more about you having support for your anxiety and you've unfortunately been through some trauma, haven't you? Yeah, a lot. As well. Um, so one of the things, Bub's... Uh, is supposed to to do is actually be sat like in an appropriate position like kind of near the door so if you need to get out and go for a little break it's easy for you and you don't have to disrupt Uh the class you can easily kind of get out if you if you need to so (laughs) that was a really simple thing and that was one of the things that the school didn't do and I'm so proud of you because you've been explaining it so well already supposed to have something known as Right for the start. Yeah. Basically, it's like therapy, and they didn't give me it at first. They uh, only gave it to me much later on when it was mm. beyond repair. What has happened? Like, um, mm. That's that's how I can put it. And this is the really sad thing, isn't it? Because if the yeah. school gave you the support that you're legally from, from day one, yeah, you're legally entitled to that in your EHCP, yeah. then we wouldn't probably be in this. Actually, not even probably, we would not be in this position because you would yeah. have got all that support you needed um, from the start. So, first question I'm going to ask you is how do yeah. you feel about that? Well, it's pretty upsetting to be honest and think it knowing that something's supposed to happen. Um, you, it's like you're basically entitled to it since I've been through stuff and... They're just not giving it. They, it's like they basically, it's just like they don't care. Um, it's also showing that they're not very professional in a way. Because mm. if, if like, a professional establishment, um, like a school that had been around for a really long time or something like that, ha- with, like, all of the qualifications and that, let's say that someone in my position went there, then they'll be like, all right, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, and this needs to happen. But but then these people in this unnamed school just decided. They were like, nah, let's just leave him for a bit, isn't it? Yeah, let's just forget about him. 
And because this is the first episode, this is an overview, I think, isn't it, of yeah. like kind of the background while we're making this podcast. And we're going to have lots more episodes. So please do subscribe if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify. We are going to be talking about the impact of school exclusions, mental health, support in general for ch- children. And again, this is your voice, isn't it? Yeah. This is a voice of a 12-year-old boy that is currently out of school and we are going to document your journey. Okay. So hopefully this won't last for too long. (laughs) Hopefully um, the local authority will find you another school, an amazing school which you deserve because you're an incredible human being. And yeah, we're just going to be talking, aren't we? Yeah. Once a week sharing what's going on and shall we actually give an update so that's the overview at the moment is that like I said that there's no school at the moment no permanent exclusion but the school is still claiming that EHCP money uh you'll be marked of 100% attendance you're not allowed yes. to go on any tr- you're basically not a member of the school but you are which yeah. is doesn't make much sense no. uh, I even explained the same thing to um some other kids that I knew, they yeah. they were just like confused. They were like, "What?" And yeah, even when Mummy's been, you know, talking to people, they just like, "How is this even possible? How is this? How are the schools getting away with this?" Um, yeah, it is very bizarre. But the latest update is that. Well, there's not really much of an update. Well, I can give <laughs> them an update on the. Uh... The, uh, what I'm supposed to do now, which I will quickly say. Okay. So, um, thank you, audience, for uh, staying here this long and just listening to our podcast in the first place. Now I shall explain something which has happened recently, and it's uh, absolutely disgusting what they've done. So, obviously, now everyone's going back to school, and I'm not allowed back on the site, essentially. They've they're making me do tutoring, and I've explained to them that I'm not. I'm not really a fan of it. It's, well, they uh, weren't actually even going to make you do tutoring. Yeah. Like, Mummy had to. They were originally just going to make me just sit, sit on a computer, sit on a computer all day. at home. Yeah, and I'm a single mum. Yeah, working who's working? And I won't. I haven't been able to work. Have yeah, I? already. Anyways, so, so uh, as I was saying, so yeah. First we had the tutoring just before the summer holidays. They've come back, everyone else is starting school and I've got nowhere to go because of these people. And what they've decided to do is decided to give me some tutoring, which is uh, a good start. Obviously at least I've got of doing something, this one-to-one as well, which is for my needs. But uh, the tutoring, it makes me pretty annoyed and they're expecting me to just sit there the school. But I have a really nice tutor. She gives me breaks yeah, and that. You've got a and the disgusting thing they've done is the uh, place, the room that they want me to do tutoring is inside of for four hours a day is this little tiny blank room with a random sink, really dimly lit, uh, surrounded by dark rooms. So it feels like it's underground when in fact it's actually on like the second floor of a building. So let's let's hold on. Let's do before... There's wires sticking out of the ceiling. Let's do a little bit of a rewind there. So after weeks and weeks um, of kind of battling with the council and school, we've managed to get Bubs two tutors. 
Um, the only thing with this is I'm still unable to work and take on my hypnotherapy clients because I'll be dropping. Oh, and this is the other yeah. thing. They were trying to force me to um, have you at home, even though I love you so yes. much. We need a little bit of a break from I mean, each other. It sounds don't we? like a good time to be <laughs> at home all day. But you know, we we need we're, we're together all the time, and yeah. not only that, mummy's got to pay a mortgage and mm-hmm. the bills, so I've got to work, haven't I? Yeah. So after so much, uh, I'm I'm drained, aren't I? Mm-hmm. I'm Actually. drained. No no energy, mm-hmm. and after kind of countless emails, phone calls, and letters, we managed to get you the tutoring yeah. away from the house, but. As an amazing gift from the right, school. Now, I think my mum shall explain the uh, pool and conditions. Yeah, so I was being are. a bit sarcastic there. Yeah. Was that well, a sarcastic tone or not? A little bit, I think. <laughs> so anyway. I was going to say, as an amazing gift yeah. that the school gave us for all this um, trauma, I would call this, that we've endured and... It has been really... I know I'm being sarcastic here, but on a serious level, it has been really... Horrible. Yeah, it's been hard, hasn't it? And horrible. And there's been a lot of tears from both of us and a lot of just... um, I don't even know where these last seven weeks have gone, in all honesty, over there. Yeah, summer holidays. Just the time for relax, time to chill. We haven't even feels like hell, to be honest. Yeah, we haven't even been relaxing. So, um, and I haven't been working over the summer, just literally been chasing the council and school, getting advice... Figuring out what, where you're gonna, you know, yeah. what school it's like hopefully they think you'll be going it's some to. Some sort of game. Yeah, and it's not. It's not fair, is it? It's yeah. a, a child's in the middle of all of this, you know, and it's it's hard. But um, kind of back to what I was saying as well is that yes, we've managed to get Bub's tutoring, but they have put him in a place in a room which isn't even a room that's available to rent out. Oh, and it's really small. Yeah, it's a tiny little room they've put him in for tutoring, which is actually a dressing room. It's behind a stage in a community centre. There are no windows. There's cables sticking out the walls. Um, There's a random sink, as Bubs was saying. It's all, like, dirty in there. It's... I just don't know how any yeah. Senko, any head teacher can put a child that suffers, that has suffered and is currently suffering in a in a tiny room and expect them to stay in there yeah. for four hours. I should also add a little bit more to uh, what my amazing mum has just said about this little room. Because I went to go have a look. See, my mum's really clever too. So the just like, wait. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so... My mum, so she's really clever, and what she's done is she's just decided, all right, before you go there in a few days, you're going to, me and you are going to go have a look at this room. Let's see if it's nice or let's see if it's rubbish. Room was rubbish. It was behind, as my mum said, behind, like, a uh, stage, and it was all dark around there as well. There were some other rooms near it, but they were all dark as well. Then this room, yeah, dimly lit. It was absolutely tiny. There was random sink there. It was dirty in there. Um, cables sticking out. Just everywhere around it's dark. It's almost like it's underground in a sense. You've got like all that's in. It's all white. Like everywhere's blank. The ceiling, the walls. 
Or, it's just not an yeah. appropriate or suitable yeah. place for and it's just, any child And it's cramped. To it be. can barely fit a table and two chairs in there. I actually put a picture of this room on my Twitter and Instagram. So I put it yeah. on the an Instagram account if you would like to follow us, at mum to millionaire or my Twitter is at official Vina V, and you can see the room for yourself. This is the end. Thank you, people, for listening. Thank you for tuning in. We love all of you, even though I don't know most of you, but, you know. Well, we don't know anyone. Yeah, do um, <laughs> all of you. I hope you have a great time and a good sleep. I know that's a bit random, but I'm just trying to be nice. Um, oh, because you are yeah. a lovely, nice boy. And do you know yeah. what? I'm so, I've probably said it about five yeah. times in this podcast, but I'm so proud of you yeah. for speaking up, doing this, your first ever podcast. That's amazing. And, yeah. you know, you're, you're speaking up. Mm-hmm. and you're yeah. rising up and you're being so strong and so brave to share your story and I think yes. we need to keep sharing mm-hmm. the voices of children yeah. just like What I must also say is thank you people again for um, following up well, well for following our journey and just remember to tune in next time for a chocolate chip cookie and oh. by the way if you guys um, one million, one million of you watch this podcast. So I will do ASMR eating the cookie. Okay, goodbye. Okay, that is <laughs> this isn't YouTube, but ni- nice try there. Um, you were just doing something called a call to action. ASMR. I, I used to be a video coach before I was a hypnotherapist, so we would always do a call to action at the end of the podcast or video. So I will. Uh, is it all right if I do that call to action? What's that? So a call to action is. Anytime you create a, a piece of content or even if someone's doing a presentation, you always need a call to action at the end, which is sure. what do you want the viewer or the person watching you to do next? Okay. So even actually for teachers, yeah. so your teachers would always need a call to action at the end of a lesson because mm-hmm. what do they want the student to do after that lesson has ended or mm-hmm. before the next lesson? So... I'll do the call to action right now and it's more well, bubs has already said it. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. This will be a weekly podcast, hopefully. Yeah. Um, that Maybe is... twice a week if you're lucky. <laughs> well, this is all about you at the end of the day. It's about expressing yourself so you can do that as much or as little as you want, bubs, okay? okay. Um, if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, please do hit that subscribe button, leave a review and yeah just please tune in every week because we will be updating you on the journey you know you want to of um this amazing amazing 12 year old child who unfortunately has been forced out of education and um this is just an unjust situation but you're amazing yeah okay and we're gonna keep going and we're gonna stay strong goodbye viewers